Hey guys. I'm really sorry. In one of our earlier episodes, I talked about a band called Pup. And I said their name stood for Poorly Used Potential. <laughs> it actually stands for Pathetic Use of Potential. <laughs> I let you guys down. But to make it up to you, we're going to do an episode all about them and their, and their beautiful album called Morbid Stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't look at me. <laughs> I was just recording for the pod. From the darkest dungeon to the land among the stars. I'm Steve. And I'm Drew Boy. And we're the Cosmic Thrill Seekers. Hey guys, sorry for the weird intro, but we're just being goofy like we do. We and, do that. Uh, <laughs> we do do that. <laughs> we are thing knowers slash stuff doers. <laughs> and uh, we like to bring you all that gravy content. So um, yeah, keep coming back and expecting more of that. On the gravy train. Like I said in the intro, this is an episode about the album Morbid Stuff by Pup. And we are going to be discussing why we think you should listen to this and it's kind of similar to our episode uh that is titled my name is where we go over the album uh cosmic thrill seekers by prince daddy and the hyena if you haven't checked that out go ahead and check that out some real bangers on that album and there's some real bangers on this album so we're gonna go through it talk about some of the reasons why we chose songs it's gonna be a slightly different format because every album's different and there's different reasons to celebrate albums so Follow along as we lead you down this magical journey. And with this album, I think um, from what I've read and what I've listened to, it is one of Pup's angriest albums. And uh, people think people say that it's like a cry for help, but most of the people who like talk about it, it's like, no, it's more of like a cry for freedom. Yeah, and the more you listen to it, you see that there's like a swelling of... Uh, aggression and like all these big feelings, but there's no release from it. Like, and that's like in some of the songs they almost talk about, like they just, they need some something and it's like, they can't have it. So I think it's a fantastic album. I recommend it to literally everyone when they ask me for music recommendations. So that's why we're here because you guys obviously want our music rec recommendations. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, yeah, you listen to us ramble about podcast recommendations in like at least four other episodes now. So <laughs> here we go. Um, I think first we got to recap the titular song, morbid stuff on the album, morbid stuff. Great song. Great song. Oh my gosh. What an absolute banger. The song is mm -hmm. it starts heavy. Honestly, this whole album goes hard the entire time and there's no relief until the final song where it slows down and it gives you kind of like something to like wash all of that down with and it's a perfect capstone to it the is. album it really is and with, with everything swelling up to the 
like all the way to the end is like what we were just talking about. Exactly. It's their feelings is literally poured into this album. Yeah. Which is, I love that about music. And it's, that, it's from their whole life. Like really? it's not just like recent things or mm-hmm. problems in relationships. Like these are relationships with family and friends. And I mean, pups always done it well where they talk about their personal relationships besides the romantic ones. So I think that, um, this album plus their other music really deserves a lot more attention than what it's currently getting. Agreed. I mean, also I have to say, not a song from this record, but one of their earlier records, when they made the music video for it, it is the kid from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. So, it's, I mean, that's just cool. All their music videos are great. There's only a couple of them out there, but they're really like well-produced and thoughtful and uh, creative. Yeah, indeed. So, all right. Getting back to the first song, titular song, Morbid Stuff, on the album Morbid Stuff. I just keep <laughs> saying that because it's funny. It is funny. Uh, it starts heavy. I mean, I'm just going to play the beginning, the first verse for you guys, because you that'll really show you what this album starts with and what you can expect. So here we go. Just gives me the juice, man. Dude, for real, the so good. I everything mean, he's <laughs> saying, man. I mean, it just like, I mean, it's so raw. Like, makes mm-hmm. me want to throw up. I mean, who starts an album that way? Like, they do. It's they so start it. like it's not hard in the sense of like metal and heavy guitars and everything, but it's like you feel the like. It's like heavy on your mind. Yeah, it's like. You've been sitting there on a Saturday night, kind of almost thinking of all your regrets from your earlier years and all the people you've come across your entire life. And it just like it, it builds up and it almost sometimes I know for myself, sometimes thinking about the past gives me anxiety. Oh, yeah, for so real. I really think that that's what this showcases. So mm-hmm. I think, I mean, what a fantastic way to start an album. <laughs> For real. Oh, man. And it it does get really right into the musical side of things instrumentally, uh, what you can expect throughout this whole album. It's not like the same in the way where you'd get bored halfway through of listening to the same thing. Every song is very unique, but that is the vibe that you will pick up on in almost every song. For sure, for sure. I mean, the next verse uh, of that same song is one of my favorite verses on the entire album. He says, uh, I was getting high in the van at St. Catharines while you were rubbing elbows in the art scene. Ooh. I mean, it's like he's in a van at a church getting high and she's out in her career in the art scene. And then he just talks about like he's just hanging out with all of his buddies, getting drunk, passes out on the bus ride coming home. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's chaos. This whole first song is all about like the chaos of day-to-day life when you just aren't 
actively always seeking something and like what you can fall into if you're just partying constantly. And there's a lot of points in this album where trouble strikes because of that sort of lifestyle. For sure. I mean, there's tons of great lyrics on here that I would just love to just rip through right now, but that's not how you do a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I mean, uh, but really give the first song your utmost attention because amazing lyrics, amazing feelings that you get from listening to it. Uh, great instrumental. Check this album out. If this is all you had time for five minutes on your ride to work, listen to this album. Now to get into our favorite songs, we're going to go three, two, one in that order of least favorite to favorite. Not that any song is a bad song. Just, um, we definitely have a favorite. Oh, for sure. Um, so Steve, I'll let you kick us off. All right. I, I would like to say that my third favorite would be closure. It's super, it's, it's exactly what they would think about foreclosure, but at the same time, it's not closure at all. Yeah, it's not. In fact, it's, um, they're literally talking about the one thing he needs is closure. There's like a big swell mm -hmm. in the middle of the song, right where it breaks down at. And he says like, the one thing I want is something I can't have. Yep. I need closure. And the lyrics that I really love about that song in particular, it goes, with you not around, it was it was starting to set in, howled to my voice was totally shredded. Where do you get off, thinking you could just cut me off when I thought that we were connecting? Each night I have the same dream. I'm face to face with your other. There's a part of you that's still part of me. I need closure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's so it hits it hits so hard. Yeah, I mean, clearly, like, there's so much pain left. And, and anyone who's been in a long term relationship knows that even if you're the one that did the breaking up, like there is a part of you that has to close off before you're OK again. And I think that this song really capsizes on like that exact feeling of like just dread and there's no closure to it and it just feels like it's unending it sucks yeah it I, sucks I, a lot i think the big point of this song is that that feeling is unending it really is mm -hmm. that it's that not even a joke goes. bro yeah so we'll go ahead and play from uh that point Gosh, you know, as you were reading the lyrics, I was like, I don't really remember that part. But then as soon as it started playing, I had to mute us because, wow. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I cannot tell you, like, the juice that this entire album gives me. But, like, that part of that song in particular, you're right, dude. It hits, bro. Yeah, it hits. It hits incredibly hard. I mean, crazy good song. Crazy great point in the song. Like, oh, 
Oh, listen to this album. I'm probably going to do that after every song, but I'm sorry. <laughs> listen to the album. Just do, listen it. do it. Just do it. Hold him at gunfight. Listen to the album. <laughs> Don't let my dreams be your memes. Just do it. All right. So <laughs> even when I tell you to. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that that song's great. I, I really just, ugh, it speaks volumes for a lot of things that people just don't really talk about a lot for real so for me uh i have the song free at last as my third pick it was going to be my second pick but the other song that's my second pick is a little more popular and i think the sound of it like the how it feels sonically to listen to is a little more um palatable like it feels like something that most people can handle. So that's why I hit my second slot. So free at last was a close to second, but wound up in third place. Um, I think that this is just an incredible song. I mean, so the song free at last is a song about dealing with depression. And the singer talks about um, how, stressed out he is and how he treated people poorly. And it's, it's more of like a realization of all of his own flaws, all the things that would cause depression for anybody. But, uh, this is about dealing with it and moving past that point and healing. This song has a banger of a chorus, which will play at the end of my lyrics. And it is really fun to just like almost like because it's very repetitive chorus, but it's like you're almost singing it, chanting it like it is great. Okay. Um, the chorus itself is just because you're sad again doesn't make you special at all. Oh, yeah. And, and it wow. just keeps saying that. And then it says, I'm waking up again, knowing nothing really matters at all. Just because you're sad again, it doesn't make you special at all. Dang. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously it sounds like he's more, like, angry at his depression or mad at himself, but it's not even about that. It's just you deal with depression by not reveling in it, by not giving it that power. So what he's saying is, you know, you have to take yourself out of first-person mode. You have to take yourself out of that protagonist position, and you have to realize that, People are sad. Life can be sad and it's okay. And um, you just have to deal with it and not spiral because this song is all about him spiraling. My lyrics that I want to highlight are motivation. It comes and goes keeping expectations low. So when I let you down, I won't feel so bad. Sloppy Steffi, because that's his name, (laughs) back at it again. Calling you up at 5 a.m. And then this is quotes for her. Have you been drinking? Well, of course I have. (laughs) And why the hell would I be here if I wasn't? (laughs) It's like, yeah, he's drunk. It's 5 a.m. He shows up at her place. He's sloppy. He's definitely looking for something. And um, that's the interaction he has. And it's like this song is about like, hey, that behavior is not okay. And ah. I need control again. So that's what the song's about. That's the feelings it gives you when you listen to it is taking control. And I'm going to play it from that point. Again, 
I mean, can we just talk about how hard that hits? It hits so hard, bro. It's I mean, so hard. That's incredible. I don't know too many songs that talk about the real stuff in a way that it's like almost still like a party anthem. Like you could put this on uh, for all your alternative friends at you know, you're just drinking wine and eating cheese like alternative music lovers do. I don't know what you guys do, <laughs> do they, on the do weekend. Do they do that? <laughs> I don't think so. But you know what? That. You just throw it on and they're going to spill their wine and they're going to drop their cheese, maybe choke on it. And then you got to give them the Heimlich or something. But this song slaps. <laughs> Hands down. It's going to leave red marks when it slaps too. <laughs> it slaps that hard. So go ahead, give that song a listen. It's pretty tight. So tight. And it's real, all right? It's real, man. It's real, man. You got to revel in the realness, man. <sighs> Hit me with your second song, Steve. <laughs> My second song is City. And it's because that song, it's just, it hits so differently than all the other songs. It's a little slower and the music is awesome. I love the fact that it like changes uh, it changes octaves sometimes, and it goes from, like, sharps and flats. Like, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It's, it's so appealing. After listening to this whole album, because this is the final song on the record, mm -hmm. and after listening to the whole album and, uh, like, hitting with these heavy hitters time after time after time with different sounds, um, you need a palate cleanser. You need something to, like, bring you back out of that mm -hmm. and this song does it so well so the like well. final part has like this beautiful like two-line outro outro mm -hmm. i think that this song is in my opinion on any record the best final song i've ever heard yeah like it sums up the album in a way that you can like kind of pull yourself back out but it also like continues on theme mm -hmm. so i i really can't um argue because I know from listening to other bands like Prince Daddy, it's hard to listen to anything else after that. Because it doesn't go well into anything else. It doesn't pull itself back out. You're just still in that trench. Mm -hmm. But this song does it so well that you could listen to pop music when you're done. I love it. Like it's it's the palate cleanser that you love the most. Yep. Go ahead. Give me your lyrics, Steve. The lyrics that I chose from this song, I love because it just... it digs into the song and it just it just is awesome and the lyrics go in between you and me this city is slowly poisoning me and as i rip into its scales it rots beneath my fingernails and when i try to claw it out of the pit all i do is get sucked back in don't want to love you anymore but i just can't help it yeah and it's so strong bro it is it i mean the, this whole album is very strong emotions. Strong. And that's what you talked about earlier. You know, it's, it's very in your face. It hits your emotions with such an intensity that you don't expect it. There's literally a song that ends with them saying, like his uh, significant other at the time says, I found a gun under a pile of clothes in the room where your son sleeps. Mm -hmm. And I can't pretend to know how this will end. Like, it's so, uh, <laughs> I like, mean, this whole album does that. Yeah, this whole <laughs> album is heavy hitting. So without further ado, we give you the music.
I really dragged that out because like Oh my god, whoa. the guitar dude. The guitar. It just it's wow. like it's like him screaming in his own head that he, he can't he can't take it anymore. He can't. And he can't help his own emotions. There's no. he has no control. And do any of us have control of our emotions? I mean, there are no. the, obviously the egregious ones that, yes, you, you have control of your actions, but you don't have control of your emotions. Like, no. how you feel is how you feel. And that makes us who we are. And that this is literally about him. Just, I'm done. Like, I'm done pretending to be something I'm not. It's okay to feel like how I feel. It it's is. so good. Oh, I love that song. I mean, it's everything. It's really freaking good. <laughs> and I know it started at an aggressive point for you guys, so sorry if that was a little much, but um, if you listen to the whole thing, you understand why it's a wind down and why it's a palate cleanser. It's, I mean, even though the guitars are retching like how he feels inside, that turmoil is just, I mean, it's a part of it, and it winds down beautifully. So It's so good. If you guys listen to this whole album all the way through, you won't be disappointed on the last track. You'll be like, like you said, you'll be able to go listen to like some KDP. Mm-hmm. So my second song is the second song on the album called kids. Now this song is definitely about what it was like growing up and how, you know, life changes you. But at the end of the day, everything that you love most is still there. I think that this song is great. It's definitely about how tumultuous some of his relationships have been, uh, not only with uh, past romantic relationships, but others. And um, I think it's amazing. Like, it's it's some of the criticism he's received, and it's just about his feelings. So the lyrics I'm focused on uh, are from verse 2 again. I really like these verse 2s, man. I don't know why, but it's it's... <laughs> It's like where they really strike the song. Like it's where they really drive it home is in verse two. But um, in this one, it says, she said, I'm sick of it all. Your little games are getting old. Your little songs are getting way too literal. How about some goddamn subtlety for a change? She said, it feels like I've come untethered in a room without walls. I'm drifting on a dark and empty sea of nothing. It doesn't feel bad. It feels like nothing at all. Dang. I know. I find like the darkest things when I listen to albums. I don't know why, but that's a really dark line. <laughs> How bizarre. And I just, I love it. I, I gravitate to that stuff. You know, I think that that's like when somebody gives you a glimpse at like what they've been going through. It's one of the most real interactions you can have with somebody is when they're dark because that's vulnerability. So yeah. I gravitate towards that, so that's what you're going to get out of me. Sorry. Verse two. <laughs> it's amazing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if that's if that's not enough to get you to listen to this, I don't know what is because it literally is just so good. It's an actual vibe. 
All right, what you got for me for your favorite, Steve? My favorite was Full Blown Meltdown. And what a title for such an album to where it just builds and builds and swells up. Then here comes this super hard song of Full Blown Meltdown of him finally losing it and just blowing up, having an actual meltdown. And the way that the music is presented, this is actually ridiculous it's like the guitar sounds it's just like it's like really harsh the vocals are him screaming his head off and from what i read it's a reflection of how it's like him demeaning himself it's him talking bad about himself and saying yeah i make this music but it's crap I think it's bad, and I literally get my lyrics off of bathroom stalls after a venue going from my van to the next place. Like, it just, it hits. It's so, it's almost soul-crushing how much he, like, hates himself. I think it's, like, any artist that's been working on something for so long and to be this close to, like, blowing up. And when you start feeling that um, creativity slip away from you, uh, there's like a level of like fear and panic and regret and like sadness. That's like, what if this doesn't work out? I'm actually a garbage musician. I don't do anything good. It's like, um, imposter syndrome. I feel it all the time in my job where it's like, sometimes I feel like, man, I didn't know that. Like, what's wrong with me? Do I even belong in this point? But then I'll do other things that are like, great. And I'm like, yeah, I belong here. But it's this really, um, big fear that, He's putting all of his time and energy into becoming this musician, but maybe he doesn't deserve it or maybe he doesn't belong. And, you know, with all the depression and everything we see throughout the rest of the tracks, this is on par for a full on meltdown. Just, I can't do this. Like, I'm not this guy. I'm not good like the other bands. It's really good. It is really good. Um, And the lyrics that I picked out of this song, it goes up who oh who cares anyway with one foot in the gutter and the other in the grave i was thinking how long will self-destruction be alluring it's good for business and baby business is booming isn't that a trip i'll be sure to write it down when i hit rock bottom for all the people who love to fetishize problems and to tell the truth i fetishize them too it's pretty messed up isn't it yeah, like it's it so is so good. messed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> wow! It's it's so yeah. cool because like no, it gives me the chills. Like thinking about those lyrics, man, I cannot wait to dive into the soundbite. Like it's so real. Like with music, people fetishize problems. People mm-hmm. want to revel in that because it makes their problems seem either more normal or they can relate to it. So yeah, it's very real, and I love that he says he'll have to write it down when he hits rock bottom. Yup. <laughs> so good. So good. All right, we'll play that.
dude. Dude, But honestly. he's just like screams it. I fetishize them too. I mean, if we're real, like this is the ninth song on the album. The, there's been a lot of build, like a lot of just... I have problems. I have problems. I, and they're getting worse. They're getting worse. They're getting worse. And then here it is. Ninth song to the, uh, there's nine, 10, 11 tracks on this album. So at this point, it is like in a movie where there's like the big calamity at the, like towards the end, it's, mm-hmm. it's perfectly placed in the album. It's this full blown meltdown of just, I'm done. And mm-hmm. it is perfect. It goes into the next two songs that just kind of wash that away. Mm-hmm. It's just, ah, it like makes my soul cry. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's Need like, it's art. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually kind of tearing up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See? Oh my gosh, man. This song is, I mean, ah, oh, you were right. That is your number one. That it should be a lot of people's number mm-hmm. one. I, when I first heard this song, I was like, if I ever go to a rage room, this is what I'm putting on. There are a couple. I mean, obviously, the, the number one is di- like disrespect. Well, yeah. I mean, da-da, that's just, da-da. Like, if I'm breaking stuff to that song, I'm in heaven. Yeah. That's true. But uh, yeah, man, this song, you're right. It's up there and it's killer. It's just this. If you are having a bad day, throw this on in your car. And if you learned the lyrics because you have a lot of bad days and you always throw this on in your car, just let it out, man. Just sing along and you just tell everyone to just have a great day. And thank you for shopping. That's pretty wholesome. Anyway, so. uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Yes. It's getting too real in here. Too in the real. booth. Too real in the booth. <laughs> the we, spit, we spit the truth in the booth. Uh, so, uh, yeah, man, that, that, that song is slap. That song is slap. Um, we'll go ahead and get into my number one, which is also slap. And I had to tell Steve that this was this was mine. I, I called dibs before we even were going to do like a draft pick. It, it was done. This one's mine. This is how I found the band. This song is a, a big middle finger to that one person that just has a death grip on you and you just want to prove to them that you're doing great even if you're not you want to put it on a front and be like i'm so happy and healthy without you like <laughs> you have fun and i hope you're miserable <laughs> this is actually the first song that you showed me of this band uh it's the first one i show a lot of people it's really good i save it for number one it is the fourth track on the album see you at your funeral. <laughs> it's killer. I mean, this song is literally everything. It, it, it is literally, if you have ever been one to just be as spiteful as you can be, this is a song of spite. I'm about to show you how spiteful this song can be. My lyrics come from the second verse, because <clears throat> that's just what I do, baby. Um, <laughs> verse two uh, comes off of the chorus, which the last line of the chorus is, oh, baby, I want to know. And then it goes into the verse saying, what you were thinking when you saw me in the produce section, buying organic foods, making healthy selections. I asked you how you been, not that it's any of my business, but you know me, I've always been a little masochistic. I'm going to play two verses of this because okay. we thought about it. I know, <laughs> I know, I have to though. Because verse three, after the instrumental bridge, 
this verse is somehow even more spiteful, but I just wanted to highlight the other verse because that verse is literally like you saw your ex in public and you want them, you ask how they're doing only because you want to hear that it's bad. But this next one is so great. Verse three is, I hope somehow I never see you again. And if I do, it's at your funeral or better yet. I hope the world explodes. I hope that we all die. We can watch the highlights in hell. I hope they're televised. Damn. Like, how spiteful do you got to be to be like, I don't even want you to just have a bad day anymore. I don't even want you to be having a bad time in your relationship. I just want you to die. Or maybe we can all die. And then we'll just (laughs) all like watch what a bad person you were. And while we're sitting in hell together and everyone will point at you for being a bad person. Dang, (laughs) man. It's so spiteful. It's so spiteful. It's like rub dirt in your mouth. Spiteful. Yeah. It's definitely like I've been, I've been this guy. Uh huh. I've been spiteful and I've been, I've been petty. And this putting into words and, uh, instrumental feeling of just, I got the upper hand on you and that feels good. Mm hmm. Like, Oh, I'm I'm a bad person, but <laughs> it's whatever. Are we all? I mean, yeah. If you listen to this podcast, you're probably a bad person. Except for all those church people. Remember, we lost those a couple episodes because uh, yeah. I said I'm not a religious guy, and they yeah. stopped listening. Sucks. Yeah. Man. If, if you're a bad person, comment on our socials. Well, and we all know hell is for bullies. Hell is for bullies. So don't bully us on social. TM. Yep. <laughs> TM. <laughs> don't bully us on socials because um, then you can watch all the highlights. Uh, later on, um, I'm gonna go ahead and play this song now because we're just rambling. If we ever get bullied, I want to have like a little screenshot of everything and have it be a slideshow and just put and it. And at up. the end, it'll say, "Go to hell, bullies." <laughs> go to hell, bullies. <laughs> you bullies. You meaner heads. Freaking wieners. <laughs> All right, here's verse two because um, I had to be fair and not play two tracks. I- I'm not gonna play two. I'll, I'll just. Because Steve t- took a note and made me nervous. Oh, I didn't actually mean to make it. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I mean, guys, did you hear that? I'm sure you did if you're still sitting there with your earpods in. or I, Our neighbors you're, heard you're it. In your car. Yeah, <laughs> our neighbors definitely heard it. I'm <laughs> screaming these lyrics. <sighs> All the things that you don't know because I got buttons to press. Beep, beep, boop, beep, beep. We were muted. Now you guys look like fools for screaming while you're listening and everyone can see you. <laughs> all right so that's i mean that's literally everything to me is just i saw you in the produce section and i want you to know that i want the image of i'm doing great and i want to know you're doing bad so that's why it's my number one (laughs) suck on my I'm going to cut that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we had a good laugh. Um, These were our favorites. And we already told you about the very very first song on the track. We got one more song. We have an honorable mention called Sibling Rivalry. It is the eighth track 
on the album. We're not going to play any music. Don't worry. I know it's probably blowing your ears out because we, we probably got it jacked up too loud and we didn't do a sound check. But Ooh. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's too late now. They're going to have to just be sad. <laughs> my dad down. My dad down. <laughs> <laughs> so Sibling Rivalry, track eight. This song, I wanted to do it as one of my own. And I think Steve did too, but I kind of bullied him and I was like, I want it. And then uh, I think he didn't take it, but I think he's very happy with his three. So I'm going to just keep speaking for him. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> sibling rivalry. <laughs> you bullied me. Now you're going to hell. Yeah, I'm going to hell. <laughs> Hell's for bullies. Anyway, <laughs> this song is about um, all the lyrics in it are real events mm-hmm. that happen. So like when he's talking about floating down a river of like, nasty stuff and also later on in verse two when he's talking about (laughs) when he's talking about um you know getting snowed in and then like burning the map and then getting really high he did that with his sister Mm -hmm. like these are real events from his life with his actual sister and um this whole thing is about recalling um family and knowing that it's okay to get on each other's nerves and just know that, you know, you guys are still siblings at the end of the day. And then in, if you watch the music video, you'll learn all of this. And at the end, they say being in a band is kind of just like adding more people to your family and having more siblings. In the music video is so cool because like the whole music video is like stop animation and it looks really cool. Yeah. And, and it's like doodle art. It is. And at the end, near the end and towards like all the way to the end, they would have like snapshots of like Polaroids that they have taken together as yeah. a band, as a family. Yeah. And I was like, that's so freaking well, cool. You're on the road. Yeah. Like, your road trips, it's almost like a, a family vacation where you're working, you know, like it's, I mean, it's got to feel like that and you, you got to get on each other's nerves. I mean, in one of their earlier pup songs, there's literally a song about them saying that they want to kill each other <laughs> from getting on each other's nerves so much. So it's definitely like family. And um, at the end, they say this song is dedicated to all of our siblings. And I think I like to think that that includes each other. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's very wholesome. That's our honorable mention. That's track eight. Honorable. Listen to this whole album. You know what? You guys got the time. Just like <laughs> Mr. Incredible. Yeah. I've got time. I mean, if they have time to listen to this podcast, they have time to listen to an album. This podcast is brought to you by... No, I'm just kidding. This podcast <laughs> is... Not sponsored. Way longer than the album. The album is only 36 minutes. Oh, shoot. I mean, 38... Or 36 minutes and 58 seconds, so it's like 37 minutes kind of, but... Rounded up. I mean, Math. let's just say 40 minutes, because you're going to spend some time looking it up, and like you're probably going to like decompress when it's done for a minute. So 40 minutes. Set aside 40 minutes of your day. Just do it. Give this song a listen. And like just know that there's people out there with real stuff going on, and they're making music, and it's beautiful. And you're also... Just going to check them out because they deserve it. Yeah. They want you to be a part of their little life that they decide to share with you and bring that into beautiful music to ring in your ears and be stuck in your head all day. Anyway, (laughs) thanks for uh, following along on this incredibly long episode and listening to incredibly loud music. And I'm getting incredibly louder, 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 louder. Anyway, uh, you guys have a great day. Give this album a listen. We're just going to keep saying the same stuff over and over again for probably 10 more minutes. You got time? You got time? Uh, I got time. Okay, cool. Mr. Incredible. Uh, but before we go, don't forget to check us out on our socials. Oh, yeah, socials. 
That's, I remember those. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they do. Uh, At least they're. I don't know doesn't. if they know where to find us. I don't know if they've. Um, I think. Oh. Because there must be something weird with the playback. Because uh-huh. I'm not getting any activity on our socials. I know, right? Isn't that weird? So I think like something is funky with the playback, but that's all right. Um, go ahead and check us out on Facebook. We are Cosmic Thrill Seekers. Go ahead and check us out on Twitter. We are Cosmic Seekers. Go ahead and check us out on Instagram at Cosmic Thrilly Boys. That's boys spelled B-O-I-S because we are boys. We If you don't have it, we're also on TikTok, but you can follow all of our TikTok stuff on the Instagram. If you do have it, support us on TikTok. We actually get a lot of views and likes on TikTok. I don't know what's up with their algorithm, but I edit a couple things and they're like, here's a bunch of people that like your stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how to get you to listen to my podcast, but I'll figure it out. (laughs) So if you're from TikTok and you're here, let us know. If you're not from TikTok and you're here, let us know. Just have interaction on our socials. Please. Just like tell us, hi. We just want to know that we're doing good. And, And tell us to have a good day. Tell us that we're good. I said good day. Tell us. Tell us that we're good. I'm good. We're good. We're good. I'm going to meet Steve. Wait, All right. Hey, <laughs> we're good. All right. You guys have a great day. Hey. Enjoy this beautiful summer weather. And um, I hope you're uh, doing something fun while you're listening to us just chatter in your ear. We're good. <laughs> All right. I'm going to unmute you. Be, be good. Be good. I'm good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh yeah.